Welcome back, Gaming Sports Podcast. Today is Saturday, December the 17th, and we're back into the podcast. We're back. It's 1.14 in the morning. We hours. This is honestly most important. This is Jace's birthday right here. Yeah, it is. He has now turned 19 years old. I did. Happy birthday to you. To get, birthday to you, guy. Thank you very much, big bro. As, as a gift, they kind of this is very sports related. I bought you a Joe Burrow jersey. Yes, you did. Your first jersey that you've had in a while. It would have been cool if you gave it gave it to me on podcast. That would have been awesome. It honestly, if I would have thought that out, that would have been a really cool thing to have. No, it would have been amazing. Cause I never but the thing is, you'd go speechless. So, like, you'd be like, you don't know what to say. You don't like feel feelings and all that. So you'd be sitting there like, I don't know what to say. This is cool. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm really looking for a lot more. I'm on the spot. On yeah, I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it probably wouldn't have worked out all that well for, like, it being uh, an entertainment aspect. But it was a good gift. And I know you'll be wearing it here pretty much tomorrow, now that it's Saturday. Yeah. You'll be wearing it when Joe Burrow plays. So, so well. very happy for you. As soon as I saw it, it was a perfect gift. I'm like, he's having a jersey. It's a great gift. And honestly, I if anybody was going to pick anybody to do, it'd be an Ohio former Ohio State player. To give money to, oh, burn it right now! <laughs> <laughs> Former Ohio State slash LSU player, but go, buddy. he was a Buckeye as well. All right, cool. I he wore scarlet and gray. You couldn't get Michigan State gear though. That is true. I'm not gonna lie to you. It would hurt a lot more to have to get Michigan State gear than it would be to have to Why? get Cincinnati. Why gear. is that? Um, Cincinnati, it's professional. Like they obviously didn't choose the team they went to. Um, that's the team he was drafted to. Um, Michigan State. I just have like like I've always said I've had a lot more I have a lot more feelings when it comes to Ohio State and college football, so maybe it's maybe it's just that maybe I'm just a child and can't separate myself, even though I can watch the game separate myself all the time. But like when it comes to buying stuff, can't do it. I'm putting money in Mel Tucker's pocket because he's taking all the extra money that Michigan State's willing to give. <laughs> so <laughs> am I willing to help towards that? I don't know. He's not willing to give it to his coaching staff, so I'm not sure if I'm willing to put money right into the guy's pocket. And that's where we're at. So, there's not a player on Michigan State. I want a jersey for it anyway. Uh, they are doing jerseys now. Now that you I know, can use but like if you were to get me a Peyton, like this? if you were to get me like a Peyton Thorn jersey, I'd spit in your face. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, honestly. And here's and that's the other thing is that these players are only there for three years. If that, if that, if that, and if, like if they're really good, they're only there for two. No, really good, three years. You have to say at least three years in uh-huh. college. But like it, so I feel like having a jersey for them doesn't matter unless it's like a legacy player. Yeah, yeah. But what legacy player would it be? Like uh, Golson. Golson's probably like the best player that Michigan Bell. State's had in a while. Le'Veon. I don't know. Um, it would definitely if you like an Ohio. Kirk Cousins. That that'd be it. That'd be I'd be real. <laughs> Kirk Cousins would be the jersey. If there's any J- Kirk Cousins jersey, I'd be wearing it. Be that one. <laughs> I, I don't even think I was around. I don't even think I was cognizant when he was playing. No, you were. What when did he play? For sure. Um, I'd have to look that up. Well, it's fine. Well, it's not. That's not important. Not that important. Um, we're going to. We're going right now. We should have went. Uh, we should have did this Thursday. Probably should have done this. Thursday. In hindsight, it's always twenty twenty. But you know, I did not recognize that there were three yes. games on me and, Saturday. Me and you today. talked about this like week nine, where like I noticed all games switched to Saturday. No, that that that's the thing. I thought that was Christmas Day. So you Christmas thought, Day is yes. three games. Saturday before that is a bunch of games. I did not even check this week's yes. games. So me and you were under the impression that it was the next week where this was starting. Yeah. No, there's three uh, Saturday games this week. Three and Saturday. then basically all of them switch to Sunday, and then you have your Thursday and Monday. Yep. But we do have one game to react to. Yeah. 
San Fran did play the Seahawks. Um, and Plays San an Fran got the win. Huh? Plays an overstatement. <laughs> San Fran kind of did dominate that game, to be totally honest with you. But there are some general things that came out of it. I didn't watch this. I was uh, chilling downstairs, and I looked at my phone, and I noticed, holy crap, they're getting beat up on. So, good call. With I, I don't think we did it on podcast. I think we did it right before with my fantasy. You said, take Gito Smith out. Yeah. Good no, call. Yeah. Also, Mike White's not playing. So Mike White is not playing. Mm. Yeah. That, yeah. That is another thing to add when we do p- start doing our picks. I just remembered that. That's true. <laughs> And apparently, he went, to, he went to like ten different doctors. Yeah, he to tried try to he get really try to get cleared to get cleared, and no nobody would clear, clear him. him. Real quick, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It does make his case better to be the starter because he's trying that much harder to play. I get it, and like I think other players on that team will respect the fact that he's willing to do whatever it is possible to play the game. Um, so that just adds to the respect that team already has for him. But you know, if they don't think he's ready to play, he's not ready to play. And we're back to Zach Wilson. You know what's funny is that he'll play great, and the coaching staff will stick with him, even if the total team would rather have Mike White play. That's how it goes. He's the first-round pick. He's the number number two overall pick, so they're willing to give him any every chance possible, especially if he shows any type of promise. But speaking to another young quarterback showing some promise, Brock Purdy, who is, did you know he was Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah. The very last pick of the draft? He was Mr. Irrelevant. He's not relevant anymore. He's not irrelevant. That's what I said. Did you, I didn't hear the ear no, it part. No, it just got jumbled. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing very well. He is um, second game. What is it, second or third game? This is second. Second game, played very well, 217 yards, two touchdowns. Did Honestly, did everything that was necessary to win the game. Not necessarily a spectacular game, but not No, but I feel like that's what nine as quarterbacks are. They don't want the spectacular games. No, they're stat stuffers. Hey, you're in an amazing offense, and the defense just as good. Just sit there and don't make mistakes, and you'll be fine. And somebody, I saw this on Twitter. Somebody put this in a perfect way. He is Jimmy G with better athleticism. Like, honestly, that's pretty much what he is. He's there to make some throws when he needs to, and when he can get out the pocket and get a few extra yards, that's what he does. And he plays a little bit more grit. Like, that's pretty much what he is. And I think the Niners, the way that they're constructed, they don't necessarily need something overpowering and special. Um, at least not until Trey Lance comes back, and that's what they'll go with. But as of right now, that is enough in the win game, especially against the Seahawks team, that honestly couldn't score. And that is part. That is a good portion of that is because Nick Bose is a monster. Real quick, where is Jimmy G going at the end of the season? Um... See, that's the thing. Because they were riding high. They were playing very well. And then the news comes out that both both sides, both he, Jimmy G's side, and San Fran is like, hey, let's find a way to have him start next year to bring him back. And so I'm sitting here like, does that mean they don't believe in Trey Lance enough to have him start next season, even if he's not? Like, most likely from the ACL that he had, he'll be ready for next year. Like, he'll be ready for the start of next season. So, all that being the case, I'm not sure why that would even become a question as to whether Jimmy G would come back and potentially start again. Because I don't think he would ever come back without pretty much being guaranteed the fact that he'd be starting. But it's just a weird, uh, do they be- not believe in Trey Lance? Do they just overly believe in Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't know. But this Brock Purdy cat, he's making it very hard because if he ends up playing this season out and they end up doing some special things in the playoffs... Would that ruin everything? Would, like, I'm not sure how you can go back and go to Trey Lance after what happens here. 
you're pretty much going to have a Nick Foles situation where you have your young, really good quarterback that started the season, played very well, then he gets hurt, and then another quarterback pretty much finishes off the season and took the um, took the Eagles to the Super Bowl and won it, right, with Nick Foles, and then come back in the next season, they want to put... Um, why am I forgetting his name? Wentz. Now? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. They want to put Carson Wentz back in there, and the next thing you know, they're like, the whole team wasn't for it. He doesn't play well, and then they... They already ruined their chance with Nick Foles. Like, it's a whole thing. So if Brock Purdy ends up doing something very special at the end of this season, I think it'll turn into that that type of toxic situation with having a young quarterback he really wanted to start this whole time, but then having a guy that finishes the job and plays very well. Then you have a decision to make, and then you have Jimmy G also being a third kind of – this is like a whole love triangle type of thing. Like, it's a very, very – like, it's a weird situation. But we'll kind of we'll visit that by the end of the season, how depending on how things go. But Christian McCaffrey had a good game, twenty six yards, one hundred and eight yards, and a touchdown, um, and a throw on top of that another six receptions and thirty yards for Christian McCaffrey, and then George Kittle, monster game, four receptions, ninety three yards, two touchdowns. Right after we say that, <laughs> we said it on the on the last podcast, and it happens. George Kitt, George Kittle is just he is a monster. When they let him be a pass catcher and not have to be a blocker. He is a very, very dangerous player. I'm not like I would put him just a notch, just a notch below Travis Kelsey. But like everybody else, oh, Darren Waller probably be up there too if he was healthy. But George Kittle, I'm sorry, obviously up there. I don't remember when we forgot Mark Andrews was that guy. Mark Andrews up there too. Mark Andrews number one. Oh, I don't know. I I think no, 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 no. Travis Kelsey's more explosive. Mark Andrews is number one. Nuh-uh. Travis What? Ke- <laughs> Travis Kelsey was running away from Derwin James. Is is Mark Andrews running away from Derwin James? Mark Andrews is the number one tight end in the NFL. Number one. Number one. Now no two. Now no three. He's a top five guy. He's, he's not number, number one. one. You're on drugs. He's not the number one. He's top five. He's top two, and he's but he's not number two. <laughs> That's a lie. You take him over all the other guys we're talking about. Yes! Yes, in a heartbeat. I don't. Uh, 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 okay, I'm. I'm actually kind of confused. Okay. All right. I. I don't even know how to think right now because your you mother just said has that. donkey ankles. Huh? Nothing. Continue. That's crazy. You didn't hear what I said. <laughs> no, I really. Didn't. You, you got to play it back. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like racking my brain as to why you would say that, but I honestly, I've come to. A, to the assessment that I'm not going to get an answer that would actually like if I ask you why. But, so we'll get to the other side of this. Seahawks did not play well. Couldn't really score all that many points. Geno Smith had a pedestrian day at best. 238 yards and a touchdown. Um, I, you had Kenny Walker in. I told you to keep not have him in the game. He did fine. 47 yards, no touchdowns. What do you mean? You still got 12 points. Four receptions, 32 yards, that'll do it. Four receptions, 32 yards, that's seven fantasy points right there. You still had 12. Like it, cause no, with, that makes sense, yeah. That, yeah, but that's when, it, when it came down to it, it was him or Swift, and Swift hasn't gotten a full game of carries that's true. in weeks, and then Swift is facing a better defense. My bad. Swift was facing the Jets, but he hasn't gotten a bunch of carries. I in guess weeks. twelve points is solid. It's yeah, like what it's you, all solid. You can ask for. And that's all I wanted. When Swift hasn't gotten more than like twelve in the past couple weeks, 
last last game was his highest in since his first since his first game. Last game was his highest with twenty one. Well, yeah, okay. My bad. Week thirteen was his highest twenty one. You took the more consistent guy. He got six point nine, ten point three, twelve point two, eight, eight, seven, sixteen. Yeah, great. yeah. But his first week he was explosive. Yeah, for sure. Because he wasn't injured. Yeah, and ever since then. He, he's the, always been an injured player though. I think it's just one of those you just have to accept it. Yeah. But as we were saying, Kenneth Walker did not have necessarily have the greatest game. He pretty much pretty pedestrian. They only ran for 70 yards total. So, like, honestly, that run game for Seattle, which seemed to be their strength, was not working at all against the San Fran defense. No, that. but I th- I don't think it's a Kenny Walker problem. I think it's an offensive line problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, and that's, like, the strength of C- of San Fran's game is, like, their defensive line, their front seven is are absolute monsters. They have studs oh, everywhere on that defense. Front seven, Nick Bosa. Same thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, front seven? They have good linebackers. Front two? <laughs> They have, they have good linebackers as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seattle defense. also could not really th- pass I'm the football. Be, I'm going to buck with you. Their defense ain't far from Dallas's in a way with how Nick Bosa works. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. It's funny because they have – because technically Michael Parsons is a linebacker while Nick Bosa is a pure defensive end. So, like, getting after the quarterback is technically Nick Bosa's more of his job – well, with Michael Parsons, they kind of move him around and kind of try to give him good positions and end up getting sacks and stuff like that. Nick Bosa is doing that on his own. They're putting him on an island and saying, hey, you go ahead and do your job every every down and try to get a sack. And that's pretty much what he does. So it, a lot more credit to him while you have a guy like Michael Parsons who gets to run or like, be in different spots on that defense, especially because he plays linebacker most of the time. It really puts him in a good position to have better matchups overall depending on where they move him, and it kind of looks very good for him. But Seattle couldn't really pass football at all. Tyler Lockett had seven receptions, 68 yards, and I f- believe he had a broken index finger. Um, so there's a chance he may not be able to play the rest of the season. Um, there's not much of a chance Seattle makes the playoffs as of right now. Like, there is a chance, but not really. Um, but it's so, not like slim to none. Yeah. It's there. But is it bad? Like, for Tyler Lockett to push it, they would have to – pretty much be in the playoff hunt. I just don't think they will be by the end of the season. Especially since they'll be missing a lot of games with outside Lockett now with the with the broken finger. So, like, it's just one of those uh, worth-it situations, is it, right? Probably not. Not for him, at least. DK Metcalf, seven receptions, 55 yards. Kind of pedestrian day for him. Um, and honestly, the rest of the guys pretty much did nothing for that team. It, Can it, I be 100% honest? Really dominated. DK really ain't that special of a wide receiver. Um, He's more of a physical dude instead of like a like you don't run routes very well, and he's kind of just a normal dude at receiver. Besides, he's just so much bigger than everybody else because he I, don't get like possession balls. He gets a lot of jump balls and he gets a lot of out. Oh, I'm gonna push you out the way to get this ball. You know what's funny is I want to agree with you, but kind of to take this back to a year ago somebody that a lot of people were saying that about was AJ Brown and then they put AJ Brown in a system with Philadelphia where they accentuate his strengths and really make him um, a feature guy in their offense he looks like a totally different receiver one of the best in the league right so without a guy like that I just think like with DK Metcalf not really having an offense that is really predicated towards passing the football and a 
like a down in down out basis. I just do believe that if DK Metcalf was put in a different situation where offensively it was really putting a lot of uh, onus on throwing the football around, I just think it would help out. I think it would help out DK Metcalf to get a lot more targets and put him in a different situation where he can get schemed open rather than needing you to either run past the guy down the field or out physical a guy t- towards the football. So I just think all that being the case, I feel like it's just a a recipe that doesn't help DK Metcalf look so much better. But otherwise, I just think I, I just say slow down on the DK Metcalf's not that good thing. I just feel like I'm not saying he's not that good. I'm just saying he doesn't better. have all the tools of a wide receiver. The physical part is his best tool by far. Well, we said that about AJ Brown too. Like, what? What if that's not what they're asking of him? Maybe that. Maybe that's just not. But what... the thing, I never said that about AJ Brown. I always thought AJ Brown was a good receiver. Me too. On a team without a quarterback. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. AJ Brown was always without a quarterback, but I think. I, obviously, I don't think you said that about AJ Brown, but there was a good portion of the population that was like, yeah, and that's false. Well, obviously, he's proving it this year where he's pretty much unstoppable with Jalen Hurts, um, in, in that offense. But I just feel like DK could have, could be, he has everything to be a wide receiver just like that. Like he's not like I don't look at him and say he's a soft receiver. No, he does work for and he his runs possession. routes. He does run routes when he's given the opportunity. I just think they just don't have him do it all that often like that's not something that's a part predicated in the Seahawks game plan they're run the football run the football run the football and then throw the ball down the field when every once in a while and so like that has pretty much been their offense so I just think with all that being the case I just don't think it's really tailored towards DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett I think Tyler Lockett a lot of times is a guy that's kind of left out in the offense because like with the skills that he has he should be a very prolific prolific receiver and it just doesn't turn out to be that way, especially with how they're running their offense. So, you know, Seahawks are now 7-7. Seven and seven. Um, They obviously uh, they still have a chance at the playoffs, but they're definitely not going to win their division with San Fran in there since it's a division uh, matchup in this in this one. So I don't think they're going to win the division. They'd have to hit, hit a wild card. But in the West, in, in the NFC, sorry about to say, I said in the West like it was basketball. Um, in the NFC, it's definitely possible. It is just split between East and West in basketball. Yeah, East and West. All right. Uh, before we get into the games, I have one more thing. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm going to do a Would You Rather. Oh, boy. J- Justin Herbert edition. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Would you rather Justin Herbert or Tom Brady? Right now? Herbert. Just pick. Herbert. I'm just to pick. Would you rather Justin Herbert and Rodgers? Herbert. Would you rather Justin Herbert or Josh Allen? Allen, yes. Uh, you you thought about that one. <laughs> Would yeah, you rather no. Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Would you rather Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow? Um, Herbert, but I've always told you it's about the physical tools that he has and the arm arrogance that he shows at times that he just fits some balls into places where nobody should be trying, and he just does. I <laughs> That sounded so bad when I said it. I'm talking about throwing the football. Okay. Uh, I didn't need that much information about that, the man. That's the, that's the name of the podcast now. Fits balls into places. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I don't disagree with that. Joe Burrow isn't the most athletic guy. He's very sneaky athletic. I can say the things he does have on. He does. He does. He is. I think Burrow is more accurate. I don't think we think Burrow has the. I'm just going to throw it and I, I can make that throw. I think Burrow's 
a little more calculated with it. No, for sure. I feel like Herbert, it, which is a, a half of the reason why he has a decent amount of INTs. Is no, I don't no, think he does. No, no, you're right. You might be right about that. I don't think Herbert has a crazy amount of INTs. I think Herbert just has a sense of he can fit balls. He, I keep saying he can he can, he can fit it, into, fit the it spot. into spots and where he's going to do it. And I understand he doesn't that. like he should, but he but he always does. I know, and I understand that. But I feel like Burrow is just so. Precise. Oh, he's calculated. Like he yeah. has, and he has a Tom Brady like sense to him where he can be like, I like he just has supreme command, and every ball he throws, it is with pres- pres- uh, pristine timing. Yeah. Um, and uh, what is it? Um, not precision, not precision, but like um. Where it's hat like he can throw it before it really gets to make the play open. I forget what's the word. It's a P. It's a ah, I forget. The, doesn't really matter. But he kind of he kind of sees a play before it happens, and he kind of puts the ball exactly where it needs to be. Forethought. Um, yes, not forethought. And I know the way you're talking about. I just can't think of it. Yeah, I like it's right on the tip of my tongue, and I just can't think perception. of the word. Man, not perception. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. All right. Uh, but no, I understand, and I don't, I don't think I think the physical tools is what puts Herbert ahead. But I think I think that's for me. For me, that's what I think. It I, is. I agree. It's just physical. But tools. I think because I think I Joe Burrow has all the intangible stuff. Yes. It's like. But the thing that I 100%. I always feel, felt as separate of them is Burrow has t- takes over every, any game he's in. He can take it over. Uh huh. Anyway, I haven't always seen Herbert take over a game. I think like, Herbert is in with, a, in a in, in a bang to bang thing with the Chiefs. He could not take over in that final minute where I've seen Burrow take over in that final minute. Okay, but that's the thing. Switch quarterbacks. Quarterback switch teams. Mm-hmm. Herbert can do something crazy with you the wide receivers. You switch quarterbacks. Herbert has a collapsed lung. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying Herbert's played with a collapsed lung this year. Literally. I know. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He's played with one. To be sad. Actually, his sack percentage has slowed down a lot. So that's but that's what I'm saying, though. I think that no, I don't. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just think I just I I'm not going to agree because he's my quarterback. Oh yeah, for sure. So that, so, this, so we're arguing for no reason. I don't disagree with you. I just I'm not going to agree with you. Simple. I, if they could just give Herbert the wide receivers that Joe Burrow now has, if his wide receivers could stay healthy, yeah, like Keenan Allen is a great wide receiver. Yeah. I think Keenan Allen could be top give, ten if he's healthy. But I don't even think but Keenan Allen is in. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike Williams is a good wide receiver, but he is so up and down. Oh, but yeah, if Mike you Williams. give him, if you give him an every, Jamar Chase is that guy. If they give him a guy like that, Heck. yeah, like you that that I team don't know. Would Jamar, soar. Jamar Chase and T Higgins might be the best duo wide receiver in the NFL. I'd probably still give it to the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill. I know, but they do the same thing. So it's hard yeah. to it's hard to say like they're unique because it's. Different because Chase is more of the route running guy. T. Higgins is. I'm going to body you up. I'm about to get this ball from you, no matter what you want to do. They both just run real fast down the field. <laughs> no, yeah, no. That's sure. why they both can always have a hundred yards, hundred yard games because they only cut the ball three times. But yeah, but that's just it. Work. It it fits perfectly with the offense that they. I know, they but have. why I say they're the better T. Higgins and Chase are the better duo because what they do can a little continue, more versatility. They can continue to do that when. Eventually, they're going to slow down. Yeah. Hill hasn't yet, but one day, like, they have to slow down. You can't be fast forever. Believe me, Axe running backs, eventually, they get less fast. They I'm get still, old. I'm, I'm still trying to rack my brain as to what other wide receiver duo or trio could be better, but it, no, I think Cincinnati's probably re- really high up there. I say, like, just top two, easily. Easy top two? Yeah. I, I, I see your case. Because like, overall, in like explosiveness, it's them. 
Yeah. But in consistency, it's the, it's T. Higgins and Chase. Probably, yeah. No, I can agree with that. Where I, but again, T. Higgins or Chase could both get 100 yards in a game. They've done it multiple times. Yeah. And so could Waddle or... Yeah. But here's the thing. They both don't always get 100 yards. Usually it's one or the other. Uh, I wouldn't say that because no, there's been times, recently, there's been times that they've like, like both as exploded. As of recently, the last couple games, they haven't both done that. Yeah, but I think that's Tua's struggles, not necessarily that. <sighs> yeah. I think that's more Tua. All right, back to... But, Mar- but Herbert, if you give him a guy like Jamar Chase, if you give him that guy... Give anybody Jamar Chase. It's different. No, but I'm saying like a, a talent like that, like just like they gave Josh Allen... Um, Diggs. Diggs. They gave Stephon Diggs Chase, to Josh Allen. Immediately. Instant, like everything changed for oh, yeah. Josh Allen. Like he became the best quarterback in the league. Like that's like just give him a guy like yeah. that. Heck, Patrick Mahomes when he had Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah, but no, Mahomes is still that guy. I think Mahomes, Mahomes is still that Muhammad. guy. <laughs> Mahomes is still that guy. But I also think that sped up his his development because he had a guy like that that made the game a lot easier for him. But now I think the game is more difficult for Patrick Mahomes. But he is now ready for that type of challenge now. So. Okay, you ready? Keep going with the game. Keep going. Uh, Herbert or like Jackson? Herbert, easy. Okay. Not even a question. You know, it's fair. Uh, Herbert, or, Herbert or Dak? Herbert. That's fair. <laughs> Herbert or Kyler Murray? Herbert. <laughs> See, it's, this is fair. Herbert. There's not many other guys. <sighs> or Jalen Hurts. Oh, eek! Hold on. I'm going. I'd say Herbert. Oh, Herbert, yes. Because he, you got to do it twice. You got to do it again. Herbert I got to see it a, twice. <laughs> Herbert has had a longer, he has more, he's had more. Herbert has been this guy. Yes, He's been years. able to do this for a while. This is the first time where I've seen Jalen. First year of Jalen Hurts doing amazing. I'm so Jalen Green. Who is that? Basketball player. Yeah, yeah, Jaylen yeah. Jalen Green. Yeah. But, yes, I would still give it to Herbert because Herbert has shown it over multiple seasons. Um, Jalen Hurts has shown it for this season. But you're gonna have to do a multiple season before you can really shoot up to being a top five guy, which is what I easily say, Herbert. I think I think Herbert's probably top three for me. So yeah, for sure, Herbert. But that was really close, though. I'm not gonna lie to you. And that's that's basically everybody worth. Yeah, because everybody below that is just like, okay, it's obvious, Herbert. The next best thing would probably be Herbert or Tua. Herbert. Yeah, that was probably the best one. After that, it's. Downhill from there, yeah, for sure. It's Fields, then golf. (laughs) I think Fields can play his way up to being the, like, I think next year he can be, he can be next year's Jalen Hurts this year. Okay, I'll be real. He can never do what everybody else is doing as a quarterback until he leaves the Bears. The Bears are a poorly run organization. The Browns, the Bengals are not a good, a great one organization, but the Bears are probably the worst in the NFL. Here's where, yes, I I say that, like, I totally believe that. I've been saying it all year. But things can start to change if, let's just say they get JSN. <laughs> let's just say they put JSN on that team and they really, like, let's just say they go all offense this next upcoming draft. The Chicago Bears team can change pretty drastically, but they can't just go all offense because they pretty much gave up all their defensive pieces too. So, like, but there they is get, too much to fix on b There's too much, too much to, to fix. fix for sure, but. Even now, Justin Fields has shown how talented he is. I just feel like they just need to get him more offensive pieces to take the load off him a little bit more, where he can do some of the simpler things a little more easy, and then let him do hit this very special stuff, um, w- like on command later on next season. So, all that being the case, any more, any more with the Justin Herbert game? No, I'm on. 
that, that was a really good game. I actually I very, very, very good conversation. Um, I just want to make sure I didn't have any other um, Pickett is probably oh Picklet Pickett is definitely doubtful. Pickle. A pickle. Pickett. I'm weird with names right now. It's early in the morning. Okay. Pickett is probably not going to play this game on Sunday. So, but here's the, here's what makes it more of a story, is that they are not sure who's going to start this game. I'm. They're not sure if it's going to be Trubisky. They're not sure if it's going to be um, Mr. Mason Rudolph. And honestly, it's a no-win scenario for me because I think both of them are kind of bad. Um, I think the Steelers are playing Carolina this week. Bro, screw it. Put Najee at the helm. <laughs> like, for real? <laughs> I'm, be real. I'm not totally – I wouldn't be totally bad about that. Y'all just need to run a um, – ooh, what's it called? Uh, wishbone offense or – No, what does Navy still run? The triple option? Yeah, triple option. Run a triple option. I don't think Navy runs that anymore. Really? They've ran that since I've been alive. There's no shot they don't still they run ch- that. I think they changed triple option. Really? Changed it. Yeah. Or am I thinking Georgia Tech? That's Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. changed it. Navy, no, yeah, no, Navy, Navy still runs the triple option. But Navy just fired their head coach. So so they actually uh-huh. might actually change to a different Dang, I'm sorry. I've only ever seen Navy run a triple option. Yeah, I know you're right. So, <laughs> wow, that's new. But yeah, so I think like Kenny Pickett's not going to – like he's our best option at quarterback right now. And honestly, maybe you get a little more consistent play with Mason Rudolph because I think Trubisky has just been that awful. No, Trubisky's consistent. Consistently awful? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to get me into? I was going to say consistently ass, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you steal my thunder, why don't you? No, yeah. for sure. No, 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 I understand. <laughs> I said a little more PG No, than no it's did. okay. It's okay. It might have been funnier, but okay. <laughs> no, for sure. I just think – I. I don't know. I'm I'm stuck here. Like we're gonna lose more games. Thank goodness, because we need a better pick. You about to go out there and lose to Carolina, bro? I actually I don't think we'd lose to Carolina. To be totally honest with you, I think if I Mitchell just, started, you will. <laughs> you're I'm not you're, wrong. you're hoping you're for not wrong. if you're you're hoping for Mason Rudolph. This is the world you're in, Jim. Yeah. If there's any chance that I want to win this game, yeah, it's Mason Rudolph. I want Mason Rudolph to play this game. To be totally God, honest with you, you're gonna win these next couple games. And get a mid-tier draft pick. <laughs> you don't get some dude who's mid. You're not going up there and get JSN. Uh, JSN's not probably not going in the top ten. If I'm being totally honest with oh, you. Oh, you think you? Who, who are you looking for in the draft? Um, lineman help. I need help with the lineman. Um, I need help with cornerbacks. Um, uh, kind of the same as what you need, right? Uh, and I think here's the thing. I think Steelers have multiple. I think they have two or three. Um, second round picks with two of them being high second round picks. So I do think that is usually like the sweet spot for getting a wide receiver. So if there's a chance for them to get another wide receiver, because I think, you know what? Speaking I don't think Deontay is going to stay around long. I didn't, I don't know who's in the, who's going for the draft. So we're going to look at this. Oh boy. Oh my God. Whoever made this list is high smoking. Was uh, it PFF again? No, it's CBS. Oh boy. They think Will Anderson's going to be number two. The second overall pick. Will Anderson is a very talented football player. Very this, off, who's done nothing? Outside who's done nothing? He has really he has not done great this season for sure. But I think this that's also a hold on. Will Levis. Will Levis. Going before C.J. Stroud. Yeah, no. That's, at seven. That's high. The Colts are going to pick Will Levi. Levis. Leroy. Levis. At seven. <laughs> <laughs> and just leave Stroud. This list is for people no, who aren't crack. Yeah. What? <laughs> Let me look at a good mock draft. 
my God, that was trash. <laughs> it's either it's either going to be Stroud, or it's going to be Alabama's quarterback. Why well, I figured you. So number it. one, most people is a con- this is a consensus I've seen is going to be Bryce Young. Bryce, yep. Which cool, not me personally. I wouldn't. Number Bryce two, and CJ. Number two, they're uh, are they everybody's still predicting. See, does Seattle have a second overall pick? I think it's like switch between C. No, Seattle's not even close to the second overall pick. I did swap with Broncos. Um, I think they might, because the Broncos record. I think they might. Oh yeah, they, they might, have they have the Broncos they have the pick. second overall pick. They're yep. saying they're going with Jalen Carter, the DT from Georgia. Yeah, I don't. Okay, they're saying the Bears at three then go with Will Anderson. That is definitely which helpful. would make sense. That's helpful for them for sure. And then the Lions at four go with CJ Stroud. You know what's crazy? I don't dislike that. I don't, but I also like. I feel like they don't want. Lions are doing well. Yeah, they wouldn't want to disrupt it. But let's be real: if you throw Stroud on that offense, you don't need a defense. (laughs) That's very true. Because now your dude can. Throw one to Jamison Williams and Jamison Williams, Marlon St. Brown, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. They'll have an offense. They have an offensive line that can protect. So you have an offensive line. They can have a run game. It's so lethal that you don't need a defense no more. Their their defense is kind of I don't garbage, I though. don't dislike that I don't dislike that not bad at all Eagles have the fifth overall pick how do they have the fifth overall pick Oh they got um they got somebody's pick from last year because the they traded Saints I think they have the Saints pick because the Eagles traded down um the no sorry the Saints traded up for Olave Oh yeah 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 never mind all right they're saying they're going with Miles Murphy cornerback right No defensive tackle from him, Clemson. Clemson. Oh. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't watched Clemson all this year. Oh, I was about to say I've seen more Clemson games. I, I watched. I watched a little bit, I, but like I don't. That's not a terrible pick. He's a really good uh, rusher. They have a good defense. They have good. They have good defense for sure. So I so can believe it. That's an, just another addition to an. They don't really need anything on offense. Maybe like a good secondary wide receiver. That's like a second or third round thing. For sure. No. Yeah. Wide uh, receivers always the Cardinals. Kind of they're the saying they're going for Baji, Bajan. B i j a n, oh Bijan, Bijan Robinson from Texas, running back. Okay, um, I don't think Bijan Robinson's good enough taking the top ten though. For the Cardinals, the running back. If you're gonna take a running back in the top ten, he has to be instantly special. Um, because that that's the thing. If you have that, if you pick him in the first round, then you get a you get a fifth year of him, and then you get. Fifth year, and then you tra- uh, franchise tag him twice, okay. and then he's gone. I don't, I don't agree agree with that. But with the them picking Bijan, oh no, me Robinson, either. No, but me, I do agree with them maybe picking a running back. Yeah, but that's second round thing. That's true. That's that's true. All right. I don't think Bijan is special enough running back to pick in the first. And round. And then at seven, which now especially ma- early in the first which round, which at seven for the Colts now it makes more sense. Will Levis, 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 it's Levis. Levy? Will Levis has been terrible this year for Kentucky, though. To uh, be with you. Him at seven. He it, doesn't deserve to be a it's top the ten Colts. pick. They're going to make the mistake. <laughs> that is kind of true. But so, they need a big quarterback. Like that's they do. They have to. And he does have a pretty big arm. Yes, but he's just been awful, dude. Yeah. He, hey. He's been um, awful this year. And then the Raiders at eight, picking Joey Porter Jr. Uh, the DB uh, cornerback. The they need they need cornerback help. This is a pretty good list. Not gonna lie. Um. This is a great list. I'm actually proud of this. Nine. We would do the top ten picks overall. I don't. I don't agree with Carolina picking a quarterback because I feel like 
Matt, they still have Matt Corral, who has yet to play. That's true. So it wouldn't make sense to them be like, yeah, let's go get another quarterback. They say they're going to take. They pick Matt Corral in the third round, dude. It's not I know. a high enough pick for it to be a problem. But he, Matt Corral does have some. He has, a, he has an arm. Yeah, but he has if, a cannon. But if a guy like CJ drops to them. Or if a guy like Bryce no Young shot. drops, no them. shot, no shot. There's too many teams in the top in the top eight. And I know. If it, I'm saying, I'm saying, obviously like, let's, that let's be real. If he pa- if he drops to seven to if he drops past six, the Colts are picking him. Yeah, for the sure. The Colts aren't letting are le- aren't letting that go. And Not then sure. one of no, them's right. going number one overall. Yeah, yeah. No and question. then and let's be real, one of them might be going number two overall to the Seahawks. Yeah. If they're smart, they know he's not the fix. But you know it's not gonna happen. But you know. All right, ten. Uh, what was nine? I, I don't. I don't see the Panthers taking a quarterback. I see them taking. So you have who are they taking? Tanner McGee. McKee. What is that? Stanford. A quarterback? Yes. Never heard of him. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie to you. I watch a lot of football, but I've never heard Real that quick, name. I ever. see. I see Carolina going defense. Carolina, yeah, defense. They already have cornerbacks. Um, offensive line potentially, but they already maybe. have good offensive line. Yeah, uh, like quarterback would be a decent way. Wide receiver, many wide receivers. DJ Moore is not really like he's going to be working out long term. They're not also not throwing much to DJ Moore. Yeah, <laughs> they need to let DJ Moore go. They just keep him chained over there. Right. They let just... McCaffrey go. They need to let him out. <laughs> <laughs> Moore need to leave because he's I, a, yeah he's a good receiver. Yeah, I think he could be top better 10. situation. He could be top fifteen, not top ten. He'd be top fifteen. Because he, he does have – he's pretty – he's a good receiver. No, for sure. Uh, ten of the Falcons, they have him going with Jared Verse, uh, defensive end or outside linebacker, wherever you want to place him. For sure. That's not a bad pick. Good Falcons need it. Jacksonville at 11 would be Christian Gonzalez, uh, DB from Oregon. Okay. Not a bad pick. Um, At 12, again, the Texans, Jackson Smith and Jigba. See, that would be <laughs> – That'd that that of, that makes the most sense out of everything on this would list. Be that so makes good. the most sense. Yeah, for sure. So they'd get a quarterback in Bryce Young at one or Stroud. It'd make more sense to get Stroud, Stroud. and then get Jackson with Jason. Boom, connection. Perfect connection. They've already they've already been together. Uh, you also don't have an offensive line or defense, so you could just pick anything here. Yeah, for sure. And then you at thirteen picking. Oh, that's why you wanted to go that far. Oh, who is it? Cornerback, please. Cornerback. Peter Krakonski. Oh boy, that sounds like an offensive lineman. Very white. Uh, he's from Northwestern. They produce offensive linemen. I'll, I'll take it. Skrakonski. and that's an offensive lineman name. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> white is what is the na- uh, name. It is Packers wide receiver. That's not what they need, but okay. Uh, they, I mean, yeah, but they also need a defense. Lions, yeah. Lions DB, uh, Chargers defensive end, defensive tackle. That that's definitely help for them. They need defense have defensive help. I guess, and I'll just, I'll just, I'm just gonna list off positions they say they're taking. I'm not gonna say the player. If it's uh, anything, if they, anything interesting, you can the say. The Seahawks it, have three first round picks. Yes, they do. Uh, Seahawks, defensive tackle. That's kind of lame. Jets, offensive tackle. That's good. Yep. Tampa Bay DB. Not that one though. <laughs> Don't pick that one. Uh, Texans. Not that. A wide receiver, I guess. Uh, New England, offense tackle. Okay. Not what you need. You need an offense first. Uh, boring. That's, you know, let's go on to, the, let's go on to something else. Boring, it's starting to get boring, boring now. I want to see who they think the, my Bengals will pick. What the fuck? Who, who they have them picking? Uh, Isaiah Forsky. 
I didn't know if it's a jackal. <laughs> Man, okay. All right. Next segment. I'm done. Next segment. Draft stuff is a lot more fun when you start to know who these players are when they go on deep dives a lot more. So once the draft comes around, we'll have a lot more fun with that. But let's go on to something else. So Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson got cleared from concussion that he had that he got last week's game. And they benched him. And they benched him anyway. Yes. I think maybe it could be because he got it. He got approved so late in the week they or don't want to throw him out there. Let's just be real. That is that is definitely. Let's just be real. Don't beat around the bush. He played well last game. He played actually very well last game. Over How many games yards. have there been? Not many of those. Like he's been. Okay, cool. He's just tra- for he's a cheats. while. He's okay, cheats. okay, 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 okay. No, he's well, trash. No, no, no. I'm done talking about a garbage player. You'll listen. You'll you'll find this funny. You'll find this funny. For a while, there was a going count for how many touchdown passes he had in comparison to the number of bathrooms he has in his home. <laughs> and Continue. By, at last game, because you remember we talked about his home before that he yeah. has. It has 12 bathrooms. Yeah. We're going into going into this week's, last week's games. He still hadn't gotten over that many touchdown passes yet. So we're talking we're talking twelve we hadn't had not twelve touchdown passes yet this season. And he has twelve bathrooms. So like there was a going I think with last week he might have hit it and or went over it. But the fact that it took that long, definitely a problem. To be totally honest with you. But very funny stat that somebody was keeping track of. Oh bro. <laughs> I would have benched him so much sooner. Well, they can't do that. They owe him so much money. Same thing they're doing with Watson, they can't bench him <laughs> no matter how bad he's about to play. That's very true. But at least Watson, you could say you're going to have him he for He plays longer. tomorrow. I hope he loses. That's my birthday wish. Oh, man. Okay. Real, okay, top five birthday wishes. Like, I'm, I'm saying actual, sports like, legitimate. Related? Sports-related wishes. If it was, like, a, I hate to say it, like, make-a-wish type of thing where pretty much anything you could want okay, to happen. Okay, no, I got it. Five scenarios. I want to see the 1996 Chicago Bulls championship. Oh, okay. In person. In person. I want to be there. Everybody okay. says he was so magical. Everybody said he was black Jesus. He walked on water. Mm-hmm. I wasn't alive yet. And you were just born I was that just born. past month. Yep. You were Literally. Yeah, you were born that month. I was a like, month old. Yes. Um, I would also like to see... Oh, I could do like three at most. Um, Again, this can include meeting your best... Pl- meeting your favorite player. This can include... Watching a championship, this could include like anything like that. Watching 2011 Kobe Bryant's run, that'd be cool too. Hmm. That'd be awesome. Uh, I thought a Bengals Super Bowl, like you being there, would be like a yeah, but that's something that could ha- I could actually happen at some point within the next five years. Not a guarantee, but but I like the probability. I don't if it's guaranteed, it's not as fun. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh. Ohio State dissolving. Oh God! Come on, that's cu- this I is wish. being spiteful. No, I'm so serious. If you were to dissolve, everything in my life would go well. Peyton Thorn choking to death. <sighs> A man can come dream. on. All right, uh, one more for real. I'd love to see Jackie Robinson play. That'd be the that'd be the last one. Okay. Uh, in the sport, I think I probably love the most. And like me being black, <laughs> I'm black. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. Being able to see the person who like was on the forefront of this at one point and like led, not even just black people playing, but all races playing the sport. That would be another thing I would like to see. Okay. 
Um, I won't do a full five, but I'll do like a, Ooh, I'll do like a top three. One more. Wilt Chamberlain's 100, 100 point game. You went more past ones on this. I thought like because these are things I can't see. For sure, it's never. I can only hear stories. Okay, because like what, like you saw the Jordan documentary. This he walked on water. <laughs> he he was black Jesus. He 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 was untouchable. Like I I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I never saw Kobe play. I never saw Wilt play. I could never see Jackie Robinson play. Right. The closest we get is watching documentaries. Exactly, and, and being. I'm talking core. I'm on the side. Right. I'm no. watching this happen. Yeah, I get that. The marvel of what everybody talks about. Yeah. I like that's what I would like to see, and it's like people say. I've there's a guy at work. He said it's it's unparalleled. He's like there's nothing. He was like I went to one. He was like it was in 1994. It was the first one I saw, and he was like it was the greatest game I've ever saw in my life. He was like I wasn't even a Chicago Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. He was like I was on the losing end of that game. Right. He was like, but it was it was the most exciting thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Is like they're they're martyrs for sports, especially like basketball, like past players like or something I'm never gonna see again. Wilt was a was a legend, like he a living legend. He was a legend. He was untouchable. Yeah. Strongest man ever. Like, that's how people re- refer to him. Like, he right. was different. And then I can never see Kobe play. I never saw it. I didn't even see it on TV. I was too young at the time. Mm-hmm. And then seeing Jackie Robinson play the sport I care about most in the world, leading something. Like, come on. Yeah. No, for sure. I think the next thing uh, is seeing the Knicks do anything important. But, you know. <laughs> I just like I hate the Knicks. <laughs> okay, I, I'll okay. I'll go more with future stuff um, to kind of bring this out. So one, watching a no hitter in a playoff game. So not only would you have the craziness of a playoff game, I'm talking like Game Seven of like a World Series, like something that would have so much tension because watching it like MO, like playoff baseball is such a different feel. Like even watching t- on television, like. It actually pours through the screen a lot more when you're watching playoff baseball, um, especially when you have like game seven, like games really on the line. You can really feel the tension. But if you have a no hitter going on in that same time, like that would be a, a make you a nervous mess. Like if it was the Yankees having it happen, I'd be a nervous mess, not only for the win, but also wanting to watch history happen in a no hitter would be absolutely special. Um, also, I would put up there. Um, Ooh, let's okay. So watching, uh, I I want to say my team won a Super Bowl. I've already seen it. <laughs> see, goes like, see, I, I, I don't. See, that's something that could happen. I have many years on this planet. You'll have to win one in sixty at least, right? And, I would and, sure and hope in so. these sixty, I need you to win one. Uh, just yeah, I don't care if it's off. Like the other team quarterback could have had a heart attack game before. If we win, we win. But like that's something I can see. But like stuff of the past, I can I don't know. I'm a Bulls fan, but I I wasn't there for our greatest points. I wasn't no, even there for, for the sure. D Rose era. No, I was way too young. Yeah, when he was at his best was in '03. Yeah, guess who was born that very year? Yeah, for sure. So I missed all the greatest accolades of our team, and I people are like oh oh look forward to your team. I'm like I can't. All my all the best parts of our team are in the past. No, for sure. That that makes total sense. And a lot of the greatest parts of like basketball and stuff's in the past. I've seen a lot of the best parts as of currently. I even saw LeBron on Miami. 
I just didn't see like true like bone chilling moments of of like basketball, baseball. There's a couple in football, right. but it's not the same. No, for sure, it's not the same at all. Like it'd be cool to see like. Oh man, it'd be cool to see like Deion Sanders play. Apparently, that was electrifying. And there's a re- like everybody, everybody always like I've seen a lot of videos, documentaries, but it was like there's a reason why it was called primetime. No, yeah, for sure. Or like there's there's a bunch of stuff I could name a thousand things. Okay, let me name a few more of my things. Sorry, to, your things are just lame. To be a, like I'd watch like oh being able to watch Ohio State win a national championship live. I'm saying watching it live that would be a very special moment for Sounds me. Sounds like a nightmare. I think. <laughs> Yeah, obviously for you it would be a nightmare. Goodness gracious. I wake up with cold sweats. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Why? Why can't you just Wake up screaming live? for my mother. Why can't you... Why can't you just let me live? <laughs> I'll just leave. All right, uh, let's get to the games for the, for the week. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad <at> that. <laughs> Woo! Happy birthday to me. Okay, <laughs> one more thing. All right, so uh, first game Sean on the Who? Sean White. Who? Sean White, snowboarder. Watching him snowboard was some of the most... I've, like, watching him over the years. Ooh, I was I never really a big snowboard fan, but when I watched him snowboard, it was some of the most magical moments that I've ever seen done. Even though I really don't, like, understand snowboarding all that much. But watching him, there was a sense of artistry in what he was doing that even I being a novice, not even a novice, an imbecile when it comes to watching snowboarding, I could look at him and say that was a, that was a special moment. Every time he like, he had a lot of record breaking performances that was, if I wish I was there to feel that moment, like those were like, like the whole snowboard world went on fire. Like it was like some special moments. Watch See, something like that live that. would be very, you very, said that, very and I saw cool. a commercial today with Tony Hawk in it. Tony Hawk doing a 720. Oh, there you go. There and you then go. like I was thinking of now you, you brought up and I thought he, you said his name. I thought of the Olympics. It was the 19, I believe it was the 1930 Olympics where I don't remember the guy's name. He was a black uh, long jumper cool. for Ohio State. Oh, you're talking about... um. Jesse Jesse Owens? Yes. So I watched this in history class. I watched the video of him trying to jump, but he, he had shoes that were too small. Uh-huh. And the German long jumper sh- taught, showed him how to do it before his last jump, and he proceeded to set the world record, which I believe still stands, and he was in shoes too small. Probably not. I, it's, but, he, but he was in shoes that were too small for him. Right. So think of what the record could have been. Right. That yeah. would have been a great moment because that was like – a moment of peace in the midst of what was about to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was it was a barrier cool. broken by one person. Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome. Would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a there's a lot. Yeah. Now that you really think about it, there's like a, so many that you like. There's so many in the Olympics. Like when the there was two the two uh, black track runners on were on the podium and they put up the put up the fists. That's a Great one too. I think that was just actually Jesse Owens. Yes, I think it was also. I him think too. Jesse Owens was a track runner. Track. Yeah, track he, runner. he did both. So that that I would have wanted to see that too. There's a lot. There's a lot of moments in sports that I can never see because I wasn't I wasn't alive. Was well, a cognizant or wasn't And there. it's unfortunate, especially as you go into the future, because you like I have to explain this to people 
who these people were. Yeah, no, for sure. And I can't even explain it from my own um, from my own memory. I just have to explain it from what I've seen, what I've heard, like YouTube videos and like just watching documentaries. And, and, and maybe this is what makes these guys legends. It's because not everybody got to see it. Not like, everybody got to see it. That's what made it so special. That's what made these final runs so special for the Bulls. Not everybody got to see him. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially like when you hear other players, he was. They say there's nothing but praise. And even if it isn't praise, it was, oh, he was too determined. He was too ruthless on the court, stuff like that. But that just makes – it makes people – It's these are why these guys are heroes. And these are why these guys are legends. It's because of who they were and how sure. they did things and how they impacted stuff. Yeah. But Ohio State is obviously still be number one. All right. First game of tomorrow is Indiana and the other one. Wow. Okay. Let me bring up it's my – Indiana sketch. and Minnesota. Pick, we're Indianapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, I is at Minnesota. Have to pick Minnesota here. Minnesota coming off the really the bad loss, to Detroit. Um, I just don't think Indianapolis will have enough to change the way that's like. I just don't think they have, like defensively. They're not really good. They have nothing that's good enough to stop Jamar. Uh, yeah, Illinois. Is Justin not very Jefferson. Good. Stop changing their name. It's Indianapolis. It's the Colts. Okay. They just don't have enough. Their coaching isn't necessarily great. Indonesia? No, not Indonesia. Minnesota. India. Next game. Okay. Next game is Baltimore-Cleveland. I'm going to pick Baltimore. Oof. Baltimore down to their third. St- is Baltimore going to have their second? Are they Are they down to the third string? Huntley- well, that was what they were last game. I'm oh, checking their. Oh, my God. Checking their injuries. I Give know, me a second. But I here. really want Cleveland to lose. Lamar still out. This is like a moral choice for me because I don't want Cleveland to win, but I really, really don't care. But here's the thing if Baltimore loses, it also benefits my Bengals. That is true. Because it moves us in the first. But morally, I want Baltimore to win. But yeah. logically, it, they're probably not going to. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything uh, else. Who's starting the game? I'm not seeing anything as to who's starting. What do you think? <laughs> what you got? Uh, is that Cleveland? Yeah. I'll go Cleveland. I'm going to go Cleveland. Yeah. Logically, I have to, right? You go. You could easily go Baltimore. That's like that's one of those. I wouldn't even blame you if you went to Baltimore. Because they have Huntley. It's definitely a decent chance. I'm just not seeing anything whether know, Huntley actually We both know that. Baltimore doesn't have a great defense, and Cleveland has a top five defense if they're playing correctly. We can see, we've can we seen it. All right, and the last game, well, we're going over all games. Miami-Buffalo, a game where Buffalo five weeks ago this would have been the best game on, but it unfortunately— Well, this two, game already happened. Yeah, and it was one of the better games. It was a really good game, but this is unfortunately, in Buffalo. Yeah, and Tua has not been the same. Tua has to play in the cold now. He's, play, he's just going to be real frigid. Um, I just don't think— Buffalo, man, they they're, they're gonna win this game. Josh Allen, he's on a tear right now, not gonna be stopped. And Tua, like you said, has Ooh. not been playing great at all. Uh, next podcast, we should talk about who do we think should be MVP. Uh, I think I, we're getting pretty close to that. Yeah, I believe. We've oh, okay. Real quick, did you hear about? Um, I want to talk about this story about uh, what am I forgetting his name for the Cowboys? Tony Pollard. No, the the defensive end. Uh, Parsons? Parsons, yeah. Parsons. He was asked about <laughs> Jalen Hurts. And he said Jalen Hurts is – oh, I want to make sure I bring the quote out. Mm-hmm. But his whole statement was 
Jalen Hurts wouldn't be where he is at right now. With like it's mostly his team and his coaching. Pretty much a dig at Jalen Hurts that he didn't necessarily. Let me oh let me make sure I look this up. Um, um, Parsons. Okay, I'm gonna bring up this quote here. Pretty sure they hate me. Oh, is it just a video? Oh, I want to bring up this story because I want to make sure I get the quote right. Uh, Micah Parsons, Jalen Hurts. Let's see here. Uh, Frenzy. Okay, he walks back to Jalen Hurts. I want to make sure I get the quote right here. Um... Let's see. Okay. I'm not trying to make any enemies hurt person say. I just love the game so much, and I understand it is so much that, like, I can't. When things are just off, I just can't hold an eye. I almost got to say something. Um, Parson did say Hurts is good, but may have said enough to give the QB, along with the rest of his team, some bullets of more material. I'm going to, um, let's see. Pretty much saying that Jalen Hurts' success is more based off of the team and off of the coaching rather than him himself. So here's the thing. If I had to give a percentage as to what it is that makes Jalen Hurts is what he is right now, I would give Jalen Hurts 60% of the credit. I'll give Hurts 60, team 40 with the team, with the, with, you know, putting the guys around him, and then the coaching. I'll give that 40%. Because let's be honest here. The problems that we were saying about Jalen Hurts would not be different just with the team. We were saying we're not sure if Jalen Hurts can be a good enough passer in the NFL to to be a every every week starter. Has he alleviated that? Yes. That is not going to be changed by just having a better team around you because there are trash quarterbacks out there that we have no belief in and that are not accurate and that really can't do anything no matter how good their team is. So like the things that Jalen Hurts has gotten better at is not just going to get better just by having a better team around you. So I think maybe Micah Parsons maybe put a little bit too much emphasis on what the team has done. I just think there's a lot of things Jalen Hurts did on his own to make himself better in a way that maybe it doesn't look like that on the screen. But at least it does to me. I, I see a much better passer overall, more consistent. He's gotten better from pretty much when he was playing in Alabama where he could barely – like he was a runner first. But he's only gotten better year over year. I just think that was a very disrespectful thing for Parsons to say. And I think it puts the emphasis on Parsons because they don't play this week. And the um, reporters did ask Jalen Hurts about what Parsons said. And do you know what he said? What? I'm worried about the Chicago Bears. So I and I think him and that team, both Jalen Hurts and that team, are um, once they get a chance to play, if there's a chance for the Eagles to score sixty points, they will. They they are very spiteful. <laughs> They're not going to let up. They don't care. So if when the Cowboys and Eagles play, Parsons better have a monster game. He better have three and a half sacks. Jesus, could you imagine he really does have a monster game? If he does have a monster game and shuts them down, okay, that's one thing. But if the Eagles are are pimping that thing out, and they're scoring sixty on you. And Jalen Hurts is counting how many touchdowns he has on his hand as he's walking to the sidelines. 
and then you're looking like you're having a terrible game, Michael Parsons gonna have a lot to answer for. So I just want to make sure you're like you're writing checks. Your teams can't your team can't cash. And you know how that Especially goes. Especially the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys cannot cash that. Remember, the Cowboys offense can't cash that check. No, the Cowboys can't cash that check. Let's be honest. Their secondary is not good. I know, but the person who said it can cash that check. It's just the team around him can't. Yeah, that's where it's coming from. All right, but on the the other note, I just want to make I just want to make sure I've mentioned how like I just thought it was insane that he would give the Eagles that kind of bullets bullets and board material at all. Like that was very stupid of him. Because that offensive line is good for the Eagles. So I'm sitting here like, it's one thing if you think you could have a monster game on them. I just don't see it happening. All right, Philly, Chicago. Cool. Uh, So Philadelphia. Next game is Atlanta, New Orleans. Mm, New Orleans. Yeah. Mm. Atlanta has no defense, yeah. They, like, they do have a decent defense. I just think no, New, Orleans, New Orleans is a really good defense. No, their entire defense is hurt, remember? And Atlanta's throwing out uh, what's-his-face. Ritter, yeah. Ritter, so. Next you know. game is Detroit and the Jets. I'm saying Detroit. I'm actually going to go Jets in here. This could be a good split. I'm going to go Jets. No. I'm going Jets. Sauce on St. Brown. I'm going Jets. Sauce is going to be covering either St. Brown or Williams all game. And the Jets have a good – you're right. Oh, don't do that. Don't. You have a four-game lead. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to mount a comeback. Oh, you really going to pick Detroit? The The Jets have a defense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I picked it because Detroit can score so much and Wilson's going in. But that's the thing. Wilson's going in. I know, but the Jets have a defense. <laughs> they have a good defense, too. So I can't. Dang. Next game is Pittsburgh, Carolina. Pittsburgh. I'm picking Pittsburgh. That's, okay. that's where I'm at. I'm going to trust you. I'll pick Pitt. You could pick Carolina. Nope. Oh, stop it. You're just trying to keep your leads. I owe you 25 bucks. Yes, sir. Oh, God, I hate it. Next you. game is Dallas, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. But I don't believe you think Jacksonville is going to win. <laughs> I feel like you'd be like, that's oh, good. <laughs> the way Dallas played last week against Houston. Mm, that is a good point. Mm. Yet again, Michael Parsons will be able to go after. I'm going Dallas. I'll take Jacksonville. I'll take Jacksonville. That's a, You know what? That is. Why do I feel like you're trying to talk yourself and take Jacksonville? <laughs> And there's the, there's there's a there's a not even a slight bit of doubt in your voice. There's a large amount of doubt in your voice. You're like, yeah, I'll pick Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacksonville can do this. Okay. The only thing, the only thing I worry about is Micah Parsons getting after him. That is, that's where I you have. You mean Micah Parsons going to get after him? There is uh, not. He go ahead. He's not been stopped. The Jaguars have an offensive line. That's like, great. I don't, I don't have a bad offensive line. All right. Doesn't matter. Next game. Uh. All right. City, Kansas City. Next game is Denver, Arizona. Oh, God. This is a terrible oh, game. Oh, the battle of backup quarterbacks. But let's, no. be, but let's be real. I think I'm going to pick Denver because Denver has a defense. Oh. But I want to also pick Arizona because Arizona has DeAndre Hopkins. 
And let's be honest, Colt McCoy has not necessarily. Who's the backup for Arizona? Colt McCoy. Who's the backup for Denver? I'm, I can check for you. Oh, if you don't know, I'm going with Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> At least Colt McCoy has played in the NFL. Um, so the starter is going to be for, let's see. Colt McCoy still in the NFL? Yeah. I remember Colt McCoy in the Browns. All right. It's it's Brett Ripien. That, that's the guy that played last week. So it's going to be Brett Ripien. He's sound. So I'm going to go Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a random. One team is DeAndre Hopkins. And I I can say I trust Colt McCoy. He had, like when he played earlier this year, he was not bad at all. So I'm going to go Colt McCoy. No, he's a solid back. Arizona. Denver is just yeah, I'm going Arizona. Las Vegas, New England. This is another bad game. But logic logically I want to go Vegas, right? Vegas looks so good some games. Chargers looked really good. Seahawks looked really good. They went on they had a three game winning streak and then lost the Rams last week in embarrassing fashion. They should they not did. have lost oh my the Rams. God they did. That is a good point. But the the Bills don't got the I mean the Patriots. Who cares? They don't have nothing. New England's still seven and six. How? What? 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 Yeah. I'm going Patriots. Me too, buddy. Oh God, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Patriots. It is. I. I, I can't. I cannot. Choose it's Vegas. okay, buddy. Next game: Tennessee and the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just Chargers. Herbert's that guy. Herbert's that guy. I think he's going to have Keenan Allen still. Yes, he will. Mike Williams played great last week. He'll be looking better going into this week, even better than that. I just think. And Austin Eckler. Oh, my God, he's so I, good. Like He is he's a so good. absolute monster. And I just don't think Tennessee as – and plus, I don't think off. I don't think offensively, Tennessee's going to be able to do enough. No, they've been so meh offensively. They they have been, and I just think it's just yeah. 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 Next game is Cincinnati, Tampa Bay. Cincy. That's not hard. That a boy. That's not hard at all. Joe Burrow's going to do just enough to win this game. He's to alleviate some of the questions. I mean, not the questions, but the uh, him getting sacked a lot. He's just been throwing the ball really quick. He's getting he the ball been. out of his hands. Yeah. For the most part, like he's really he's really distributing it. He's getting the ball out, and then he's only taking the chance a few times. Yes, to really try to extend plays, and that is when his injury risk but goes up. Any Bengals fan that listens to this podcast, don't get this mistaken. We still should fire Zach Taylor at the end of the season. Yep, because I don't. There's not been one play that is not broken down. Probably your GM too. Let's be honest. Um, yes, he really can't draft. No, no, Daxton Hill was a terrible pick. The last. And everyone's like, oh, but he drafted Chase. He drafted Jaburo. I'm like, come on, really? 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 He had one good, Easy. He That's had, easy he had one good draft, and it wasn't even that great. It, it was it was Burrow's draft where he got Burrow, Higgins, and Wilson. All starters. Yeah. You're telling me any of these guys were going to fail in the NFL? Exactly. I feel like, like those be, are very like, be for easy real. picks. Yeah. You, they looked at Higgins like, yeah, he looks like A.J. Green. Me and you pulled up his stats when we drafted him. One for one, they were perfect with AJ's. Yeah, and Logan Wilson was—he was just good. Yeah, no, for sure. I just think, I just think the GM is not necessarily. No, he's, he has not been good. Daxton was a terrible first-round pick. Yeah, very bad pick. Uh, next game is the Giants in Washington. I feel like Washington's going to win this. 
I'm picking Washington. Oh no. Oh no. Oh ahead, man. Buddy. Pick the Giants. Oh man. Do it, buddy. Pick the Giants. Pick the Giants. They lost the Eagles bad Pick the last Giants. week. Pick the Giants. They just tied the Commanders two weeks ago. Pick the Giants, Joe. You wanna? You gotta get ahead somehow. Pick the Giants, buddy. Oh man. It's it's okay. Pick the Giants. They have some good wins in their schedule. Yes, they do. You can pick the Giants. Washington. Oh, you <laughs> oh, don't say bad words. We're a family show. Not nice. Even if you say it under your breath, I'm pretty sure people are able to hear it. <laughs> I hope listening, so. I apologize. It's true. You don't have the balls to pick them. Next game. Green Bay. Really? <laughs> You're just shooting from there? <laughs> it's Green Bay. It's a, It's honestly not even a question. L.A., the Rams have been awful. Yeah. Yeah. Rams been awful. Green Bay, they still have Aaron Rodgers, I believe, up to this point. I just don't think LA has enough when it comes they're just gonna be able to run the football. Green Bay, I feel like they're gonna be able to run the football down their down LA's throats the whole entire game. Probably. I just don't think there's gonna be anything that the Rams can do to really stop that offense. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is gonna have to make five special throws in this game. Honestly, think he could probably throw the ball maybe less than twenty times and probably win this game because that running the rushing offense is going to be so good. Like that's like truly how I feel. Um, going back, New York and Washington. Oh man! Come on, buddy, do it, do it. Oh man! You wanna? Come on, pick them, pick them. You know you want them, boy. No, it's gonna be Washington. This is All at right. Washington. If this was at New York. I maybe feel a tad bit different, but I just think okay, it's it's, it's, a, it's all right, it's all right. I like how many splits we got right now. One. That's that's it. Yes, and it's not really a good split in your half. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Give me Detroit. Huh? Give me Detroit. Which game? Detroit and the Jets. Hmm. Give me Detroit. Okay. That's a good split. I actually like that. I'm going to pick Detroit, too. No, you're not. Stop it. You can't do this. I can do whatever I want. Are you really picking Detroit? I have the pen. Stop. I'm going to have to pick one so outrageous that you'll never, you'll know, you can't, right, not in your yeah, right mind. Yeah, but then it's an L. Pick it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Pick Houston out of K- between KFC. Not doing that. KFC. I said KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I said KFC. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a sandwich. <laughs> um, I can't in my right mind. I like Jacksonville being an underdog. No, I'm was not a good, gonna change. Good I believe the Jets are gonna win this game. I'm gonna stick it. Um, I'm gonna go Detroit. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else, Joe? Honestly, I don't think I have. Like, oh, Nets. Kyrie Irving had his first game-winning three-point, like living buzzer beater in his career. I knew you'd only talk talking the Nets, but I figured I'd mention it. They're doing a lot of winning. I'm not gonna lie to you. How do you feel about our Bulls losing to the Knicks for the second time in three days? Like, <laughs> our stepdad didn't mention it today when because he did mention he was watching the game, but he didn't mention how things were going at the end. So I'm pretty sure he didn't. He's gonna say something at some point. I think, and apparently a lot of people are saying that Demar Derozan is gonna be a potential trade asset. For like other teams to go after, yeah. Would this be the, uh, you know, back to rebuild mode? (laughs) No, because I don't know, man. They're stuck because I feel like they're good enough to win games, 
They're but good enough not. to make the playoffs. But we're not. That's the that's the problem. We're good enough to win these games, but we're not. I think the Bulls are still in like Oh dang, Bulls will be right outside playoff territory. We're eleven and seventeen. Not good at all. It is what it is. We'll f- they'll figure it out. That's the thing. If we trade with like like the Lakers, like they don't have picks for like the next six years. They don't have players. I want. Well, no, it'd be about, it'd be more about picks than it would be about players. Cool. If I'm not getting AD back, I don't want it. I don't want AD. Who He's else would you want from it? Who else would you want? I don't want any of their players. You I want, just want picks. You want Westbrook? No. What God, picks? No. What picks? It would be their first round picks, like four years from now. But that's the thing. At least I'll know that they'll be terrible. Braun will be gone. <laughs> AD Hopefully. will be broken and done. Hopefully Braun's gone. No, he'll be. But even if he's still around, he'll still be like not good. He'd be 40. He'll be 40 by then. Like He's not going to be good no more. But, you know, Boston Celtics still number one. Milwaukee still playing very good basketball. Okay. If you had. I know you haven't watched a lot of basketball. So if you had to guess the top fours. The top four records in the Western Conference, who do you think it would be? It, who's, what's the West? Never East, Southwest. Kings? The top four? Yeah. Like top four records? Yes. Okay. Go Sacramento ahead. Kings. Okay. I think the, aren't the Lakers in the top four? Just make your four picks and I'll tell you. Kings, Lakers, I don't know who's in the West. <laughs> okay. Grizzlies are in first place. Yeah, that's fine. Pelicans are in second place. Yeah, that's fine. Denver Nuggets are in third place. That's fun. Phoenix is in fourth place. That's fun. I'll even give you five and six. Yeah. Sacramento. Yeah, that's fun. And Portland is in sixth. How in the what? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one that don't make sense. <laughs> uh, Utah's in seventh. Clippers are eighth. Um, Dallas Mavericks are ninth, and then Minnesota is ten. How is Portland six? Have you noticed a team I haven't said yet? Lakers. And Golden State. They're 14 and 16. Did you know Golden State only has one win on the road this year? <laughs> and they've played this they've already played 30 games. And I think at at home, at away, they have two wins. Two and fourteen. And at home, they're twelve and two. Is that's probably the biggest home road discrepancy in the NBA. You can't win on the road? They have two wins on the road this year. And they're not now about to go four weeks without Steph Curry. Because he injured his shoulder. So now everybody's like wondering if Golden State can kind of hold on and play mediocre basketball and win a few games. Clearly not. Well, they haven't been playing great with Steph Curry, but now without him, I'm not sure how they're gonna do. LA Lakers are right behind them at twelve and sixteen. Uh being their record. Oklahoma City, eleven and eighteen. They need to trade Shea Gil- Shea Gil- Shea Oh, he's an, Gil- Al- he's an all-star. Like, he's so good. They need to trade him because, honestly, that team is going absolutely nowhere. They're just trying to get as many picks as possible and get as many draftable guys Oh, as you possible. mean guys they're going to draft and then trade because they don't want to be there anymore because they suck. Do you know? I think they're in the Victor Wimanyama sweepstakes, huh? Uh, San Antonio is the not, uh, second to last, and Houston is the worst team. I don't know anybody the on the Spurs. Name one player on the Spurs. On the Spurs? Yeah. Oh, man. Name That's a starter. Tough. 
That's uh, God. I was playing 2K the other day, and there was like a pack where you can buy to get one of their starters. It came up, and I was like, I don't know any of these people. I'm I'm actually gonna check their roster now. I know I know the Rockets starters. Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Dominic Barlow, Charles Bassey, Kade Bates Diop. Oh, he's good. That's that's, that's a player right there. He's a Ohio State former Ohio State guy. Cool. These are two K randoms. Malachi Brenham. Oh, they have two Ohio State players. That's funny. No wonder they're trash. <laughs> I don't even blame you. They like they're not good this year. Grizzlies aren't. They have nine wins. Grizzlies are in first place. Yeah, because they're a Michigan State player on their team. Oh, okay. They had a ranking. They had a ranking of the top NBA players. This will be the last thing we talk about in the one in the podcast. Um, I believe it was um, um, NBA. Because um. from what I've heard from my friend, uh, Jaw has been fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, it was. Um, he's actually gotten to watch. He's gotten to watch games in person because he goes to Tennessee. Oh yeah, like the College of Tennessee. So he's like, he's gotten to watch a couple of games. The Ringer. Okay. Let's see. Best NBA player. It's the Ringer. I just want to because his the actual ranking was actually kind of uh, interesting. Okay. Top. They had the top ten players in the NBA here. Okay, here we go. Okay, as of right now, this was updated last December 14th. Okay. Top 10 players were Giannis was number one. Easy. Steph Curry, two. Easy. Nikola Jokic, three. Okay. Luka, four. Yeah. KD, five. Jason Tatum, six. Joel Embiid, seven. Anthony Davis, eight. LeBron James, 9. John Morant, 10. Okay. Here's what I'll say. LeBron and AD are too high. LeBron, <laughs> You're telling me. What LeBron is now, like at his best, he can be a top five player. But I think at his lowest, he is a mid-tier player in the NBA. I just think he just can't really do as much as he once did, especially defensively. I think offensively, he's not really going to the basket all that much. He's really a perimeter player now. He's a shooter. Like, without, he's not really going to the basket. And without that, like, that was his bread and butter. And especially, he's not trying to do free throws. It's never been his thing. But he, is, he was so dominant at one point, he was still willing to go into the lanes. He's still scoring a lot of points. But he's not doing that no more. And he's not going to, like, if he gets injured, that's it for him for a while. Um, Anthony Davis. A broken player. like but he's, but he's been better. He's been better this year, but like, who knows next time he gets hurt and then he's out for four weeks. Like, he sells the same injury kind of issues as LeBron, but then I feel like he's not as good of a player as LeBron at their best. I just think, I just think the Anthony Davis, I think by the time he is, like, they're going to trade Anthony Davis out of just being ready to be done with this contract. Because I think LeBron's going to leave and then Anthony Davis is going to be terrible and they're going to be like, hey, why did we trade so much that as much as we did for this guy? Because they wouldn't have gotten a chance. They got one championship out of it, but they were talking about getting multiple championships out of this team, and they'll just ne- they'll never do it. No, and, and technically, new- the one they got was a Mickey Mouse ring, because in a bubble where teams like most of the teams didn't want to be there at all, and not to mention LeBron and AD both had like four, like two, three months of getting healthy. Like yeah, no playing that, and you were playing what well, they were playing. 
Heat team that really wasn't all that good. He wasn't all that good. And but Jimmy was out there dropping buckets on he your was, head. I'm sure. I think John Morant's too low. I don't, I don't oh, John Morant's way too low. John Morant at this point top three player. With how he's been playing, uh, he's top three. With how he's been playing, he's I, top three. I think KD should be a top three player. Okay, cool. I'm I, done. I'd no nope, podcast over. We talk, you said KD. We're done. All right. Do the outro. You see, you know how don't care. Do the outro. All right. Sorry. I figured it was a good conversation, but as soon as I mentioned a Nets player, you're not trying to have a conversation. Nope. Because then it's just KD. <laughs> KD. No, it's, I'm done. That's not what it I'm is. Done. All right. I respect his greatness, but that's it. All right. <laughs> Let me go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, your highness. <laughs> it's not a your highness situation. <laughs> sure. And the podcast. He's actually been good this year. I don't care. And they're winning games. That's amazing. All right. Anybody listen to the podcast, listen to this absolute nonsense coming out of us. Like tonight. the podcast. We, follow the podcast. Li- no, let me say Let me do it. It's my birthday. Like the podcast. Let me do it. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Let me do it. Or subscribe. Let me do it. Rate the podcast I five stars. It. I never do it. No, because you're never going to let me do the intro. I, got, I legit let you do it when the Ohio State lost. Yeah, but that's because I wanted to literally Come myself. on, it's my birthday. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start doing it. Like the podcast. Follow the podcast, share the podcast with your friends, share it with your enemies, share it with your family, share it with whoever. Share. Rate it five stars. Rate five stars. I do like jo- doing this podcast, and I would love if more people would listen to it, because I do kind of pour my heart into this sometimes, and I do really mean what I say sometimes. So please, it's a birthday wish, share this with somebody today, even if it's just your dog. I don't care who you share it with, share it with somebody today. Thank you. And I'm going to end the podcast. This has been the Javis Twitter, Podcast. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Oh, yeah. Follow our Twitters uh, at jsboozer1, uh, at Javante Boozer, and at the JB Sports Podcast. JB Sports Pod. Uh, this is the Javis Sports Podcast. This is Jace. That was Joe. Signing out. See you. See ya. Bye.